Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. Text, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson Show, where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. Is crypto dead? Everybody wants to know the answer to that question. Well, guess what? I'm here to give it to you. Yeah, it's dead for now. And let me talk about what that means. Because listen, a whole bunch of you are pissed off at your nephew or your son who is at Thanksgiving telling you, oh my gosh, you got to buy this Ethereum thing. You got to buy this Luna thing. You got to buy this Bitcoin thing. You know, look at all this money I made. Maybe they're out driving a new car that they bought with crypto gains. Actually, what am I saying? None of these losers took gains. I did. Um, you know, but as for the rest of you out there who just thought Dogecoin and Fartcoin were just going to go to the moon and then keep blasting off till Mars, uh, now's the time to say I told you so, okay? We've been out here since 2017, not new to this, and then jump in the past year. And there is no, and let me repeat this because I don't make a lot of absolute statements, but this is going to be an absolute statement. There is no asset class in history that doesn't come back down. It's as simple as that. There is no asset class. We can look at the tulip thing. If you, you, you want to see something crazy that was like Chris, crypto, go look at Tulip back in the 1500, something like that. Just Google it. It's insane, the price of a tulip. And yes, I'm talking about the flower, just the flower. It's insane what happened with those, okay? Very similar to crypto. All markets go up and they come down super fast. So, so look, crypto's dead for now. It's not dead forever, all right? It'll have its Lazarus moment. And I'm here, believe it or not, not to kick all the Chads and the Keiths out there who ruined their family's portfolio by telling them to stick all their money into an extremely speculative, risky asset class. Okay, that's not what we do. We're here to build wealth, not try to run a get rich, get rich quick scheme. And guess what? That's what's turning out a lot of this is. We are seeing things like 3AC getting liquidated, we are seeing firms that seem steady, like Voyager, um, you know, because now they're uh, with the 3AC loan that they gave them $650 million. They're now defaulting. I had a whole bunch of money in there that I was holding in USDC, which is a stable coin tied to the American dollar. And I was earning 9%. I said, this is a savings account. But you know what I did? I split that between, I had, I had about I had a couple hundred thousand dollars that I wanted to just earn interest on. I didn't want to invest it. And I was like, it's better than sitting in my bank. I would love it to earn 9%. But even I knew these are new companies in an in a area that for now, this will be changing and it needs to, but for now is not regulated. You can't, what is happening in crypto, the manipulation, the, the, the selling off from the whales, the way that's all going uh, with the Wyckoff curves and all this other stuff, like that can't happen in the stock market because there's too many rules and regulations. Now what you're starting to see is the government is saying, oh, we're, we're coming for them. All these people that are pulling the rug out from their projects are taking really unhealthy levels of risk and screwing over the average retail investor. They're coming for them. They're, they're not the, the guy, uh, Quan Do or whatever his name was with the whole Luna thing. Oh, they're, they're coming for his ass. Uh, I think Korea put him at a flight risk. So, you know, people are going to get away with a lot right now. 
but not everybody's going to get away. And, and guess what? This is good. In the long run, this is good. If we want crypto to not be dead, if we want it to be a viable solution, there needs to be some type of protection for the average investor. Otherwise, it's just a level of trust that it would not be safe for anyone to have. I mean, right now, you're handing money over to these founders, trusting that they will start a business instead of just running off with a few billion dollars and having no repercussions for it, okay? That's like waving a whole bunch of, you know, chum in front of a shark hoping ah, you know maybe he ate earlier and he's fine and you know just wants to go out and you know f- you know find his own food eh, that's not normally the case so the point is that i'm trying to make is right now crypto's dead okay but guess what it's died three other times in its cycle let me let, let me go to a chart here okay this is we're going to do bitcoin since that was the og and, uh, you know, it's what the market is pretty much tied to. Starting in 2010, uh, there, uh, well, let's skip 2010 because that was kind of the anomaly. It went up 30,000% that year because it literally just, you know, come into fruition. So we're going to start the, the cycle itself starts in 2011. If you look at 2011, you have 1,467% return one year. 2012, 187 2013, 5,870%. These are ridiculous gains. Nothing gets that. What happened in the fourth year? Negative 61%. Absolutely crashed. Bitcoin and crypto is dead. Let's go to 2015. From the ashes, Bitcoin, 35% up. 2016, 124% up. 2017, 1,338% up. Oh, no, what happened in 2018? Oh, the fourth year again, negative 73%. Crashed, died, boom, it's over. Bitcoin's dead. I bought in in 2017, okay? I didn't actually buy Bitcoin, I bought Ethereum. So a lot of things that a lot of people don't know, even though it was up that much, there were days that Ethereum and Bitcoin were doing 20 to 50% swings in a day. It was highly unstable, Okay. But I just bought and hold, uh, bought and held. So, so again, I'm seeing a cycle here. Big gains, big gains, big gains, fourth year crash. Big gains, big gains, big gains again, fourth year crash. Now let's look at this. 2019, 94%. 2020, 302%. 2021, 60%. And oh, wait, it's 2022. And what's happened? We are getting ransacked. Crypto ain't dead. It's dying pretty damn hard. So as of right now, off of its all-time high, I'm looking at this today, we're at 19,300. So if I was to zoom out here and look at it, you know, we peaked. If we just talk about the peak, which happened, you know, this is an exact year to date, but that was November 11th. We were at 64,000. You know, if we run some some quick math on that, so from 64 all the way down to uh, 19, we're looking at about a 70% crash. Hmm. Wow. Let, let, let's go back and look at those numbers again. 2014, the fourth year of that cycle, negative 61. 2018, same thing, negative 73. Huh, we're, we're right there again in the fourth year. Why is that? Why, why does that keep happening? Well, I'm going to tell you why. The reason is because at a certain point, two things happen. Number one, people have to take their gains. 
the, the, the money's just too good. They want to get out and buy a house. They want to get out and, you know, go get the new car, uh, impress the girlfriends, impress the boyfriend, whatever. And they're, they're taking their money as they should. So at some point, there, there's a tipping point for investors, especially the, the big whales and the smart ones. And they just go, you know what? I need to get my money out. This is great, but all things must come down. Gravity is undefeated. And boom, they get the money out. And then everybody goes, oh, we were at an all-time high. We got to go. When you look at stock charts of prices and people do technical analysis, all they are doing is studying human behavior. All they are doing is saying, okay, the majority of humans that are buying this particular stock keep buying when it goes down to $300. So what that's telling me is that the majority of people that like this stock think that it's worth a minimum of $300, if not more, which is why it keeps hitting what they call a resistance point. Every time it hits $300, boom, it bounces right back up. There is science behind this. Now, look, like the majority of all science out there, it's based off of observations and repeatability. So it's not infallible. You can't do technical analysis and, you know, assume 100% or even 50%, but it, it gives, you know, what it's going to do next, but it gives you good signs. It does, it, again, it, it talks about the behaviors. The other big reason is that things change. So one thing that is very different about this crypto crash compared to the other ones is that there's a lot of other coins out there instead of Bitcoin. Last I saw in uh, coin market cap, there were 18,000 cryptocurrencies. Okay. I can say with 100% certainty right now, there does not need to be 18,000 cryptocurrencies out there. There does not need to be 18,000 blockchains. The majority of those are just startups that are going to completely die and go to zero. What is happening right now that's a little bit different from the other four-year cycles we've had in down years is that due to the acceptance of, and I'm not going to say crypto is mainstream yet, it's not, Um, But due to the acceptance of the mainstream of crypto and due to large companies being created like a Coinbase, like a Crypto.com, like FDX, um, what you were seeing now, you know, other other organizations are trying to get a BTC thing on uh, tracker on the the index. I, I mean, there's a lot of things that are way different this time around than the other ones. And that's why a lot of people thought we wouldn't have that down fourth year cycle. This 2022 is the fourth year. We should, if we follow the pattern of what's happened since its inception, this was the year things were supposed to go down. We had three years of significant gains. It needed to go down. It needed to correct. And that's exactly what it's doing. Now, the reasons for that correction are the same things that we thought, that's why it's not gonna correct. Hey, the mainstream's here. It's all this, it's all that. But guess what? You had a recession happen. Boom. Everybody's pulling money out of the market. And I'm just talking about the 2020 recession. And it still was up that year. But now we're in our second recession in three years. And oh, guess what? Everything's crashing. The world is on fire. There's, a, there's inflation going through the freaking roof. Okay? Just, just to fill up your car costs 100% more than it did last year. So the whole point is that there's a lot of reasons why people aren't putting all this extra money into crypto. Number one, they've seen it go down. Number two, it needed to go down. And number three, people just don't have the money to invest right now. Groceries are 50 to 60% more this year than they were last year. Okay, the things I used to buy for 100 bucks cost me 150 bucks now. So there's just not as much money to put into any kind of investment. That's also why the stock market's crashing. All the gross stocks, crashing. Some of them are doing worse in crypto. 
a lot of people, I, I love the headlines. They, they, they do the fear, uncertainty, and doubt, FUD thing, right? Bitcoin is down 65%, 70%. Crypto's dead. Well, if something being down 60 to 70% in a year, and granted, that's bad. That's, that's not good. But if that's a sig- signifying element that something is dead, you know what else is dead? Shopify is dead. Peloton is dead. Rivian is dead. Um, I could go on and on and on. <laughs> uh, there's some multi-billion dollar companies like Salesforce. Great company. Great technology. Uh, they were down 60% at one point, so they were probably dead. Um, I mean, the list goes on. Okay, Airbnb probably dead. All of these stocks are getting butchered out there. Does that mean that they're not going to be around or that they're going to go insolvent or file bankruptcy? No, not necessarily. Does it mean they're terrible investments right now? Absolutely. But does that mean that they can't rebound and in five years you don't have an opportunity to potentially make 100 to 200% on those? No. They're, if you want to gamble and you think the company is solid and has a great way to profitability, then they're going to do well. Well, guess what? It's the same thing with all these cryptos out here. 18,000 cryptos. We don't need Mars coin. We don't need Elon Musk coin. There, there's no point in any of those. So those should absolutely die and crash. And if you put your money in there and you lost it, I, I don't feel bad for you whatsoever. None. Okay. If you told your, if you told your, you know, your siblings and some family members, hey, you absolutely should invest in this, you know, one of these shit coins that are out there. I don't feel bad for you. You took an extreme gamble and lost. Okay. You didn't invest. It wasn't an investment. It, it was a gamble. I, I'd have more respect for you if you took your life savings, went to a casino and put it on black. You, you'd have a better chance of doubling your money at that point. So, so that's, that's the reality. In order for crypto to have the respect that it needs, it needs to die. And it then, just like forest fires, it may kill a lot, but what rises from that is stronger. What rises from that is more legitimate. What rises from that will be the forest of the future. That's how these cycles work. They're very natural. Investing is just like that. So this is great. I, I honestly hope that 90% of these 18,000 you know, percent coins, whatever, I, I really hope they completely crash because I, want, I think that the technology behind a lot of these coins has incredible potential. I think the technology and the use case behind a lot of these things is strong. Bitcoin alone, okay, it's not perfect, but it's a very viable solution as a currency for a lot of of the unbanked in the world. It's an incredibly viable solution if you live in a country that has an extremely corrupt um, political system. You look at Venezuela. Venezuela, you know what their top exports are in Venezuela? Gold and oil. How the hell is that company broke when your top exports are gold and oil, aka liquid gold, basically? It's insane. It's just due to corruption. The, the money that those people had has been inflating by thousands of percent every year. It's not worth toilet paper. Toilet paper is more valuable. I don't know if they make their, their cash in two-ply, but if they do, then maybe they'd have something. But that's where things stand there. So in situations like that, yes, a Bitcoin or a Bitcoin-type uh, you know, currency is a legitimate solution for a lot of those people. 
but it has to stabilize. There has to be some type of regulation around it. There has to be something, you know, to, that, to hold everyone accountable to that system. And one thing about Bitcoin is that Bitcoin is set and nobody knows who the founder is. There's not really a controlling entity to Bitcoin. It's just kind of software and math at this point. That's pretty reliable. That's why Bitcoin is still king and has yet to be dethroned. So, you know, is Bitcoin dead? You know, are all these other cryptocurrencies dead? Sure, we can call it dead. Buy into the FUD, do what you want. Does that mean it can't rise like a phoenix from the ashes? Does that mean it can't Lazarus its way on out of here? No, absolutely not. And I strongly believe it will, which is why I continue to invest in it. Now, am I careful? Am I watching? Do I think that, hey, is, it, is this Steven telling you that I looked into my crystal ball and that, you know, the price point we're at right now, the 18,000, whatever, 19,000 ends up fluctuating to by the end of this day. Do I think that's the bottom? I don't know. Probably not. I think it'll actually get a little worse. You know, I think that the news in the industry that, uh, there's going to be more of these exchanges that continue to go down or continue to be insolvent or continue to at least be in trouble, have to take additional loans. I think that's a problem. I think a lot of those companies should die. I really do. They're poorly run. They were highly leveraged. They made some terrible business decisions and they should go out of business. And a lot of those founders shouldn't get a second chance. But there are some that are just legitimately having a hard time, uh, you know, treading water during <clears throat> some rough seas. And I hope, I, I hope they make it. And if they do, they'll have proved that they deserve to be around. When, when we look at the trends of what happened with the dot-com burst in 2000, you know, some of the big names that came out of that, even though 90% of these tech companies died, uh, you know, some little ones you might recognize, Amazon, Google, they made it out. What'd they do after that? They changed the world. They became the most valuable companies, you know, in history, not too shabby. So do I think that some of these cryptos will come out and do the same? Absolutely. There's a lot of industries that need to be disrupted. The insurance industry, oh gosh, we've got to disrupt it. A lot of these financial industries, all the ridiculous middlemen. I mean, shoot, the ha uh, real estate, the ridiculousness of the amount of fees I have to pay just to sell a home. And I'm not even talking about realtor fees, okay? Realtors market your homes. And sure, the market has been a little insane right now. I sold my house just recently. I did it all by myself, sold it in five days. And I will be the first one to admit that four years ago, that wouldn't have happened. Okay. Four years ago, I'm not selling myself my house that easily and I'm not selling it, you know, that fast either. You probably are gonna need a realtor to put in some money into marketing for you. Okay. So so I'm not crapping on them. But do you know how many fees that I had to pay? in the middle of it how, how many clearing houses how many you know like appraisals all this other bullshit that i had to do it was thousands of dollars thousands of dollars it's like look if i could just have my deed transfer it on a blockchain for a minimal cost cut out all of these middle people, guess what? I don't need an appraiser to come by and tell me what my home is worth. My home is worth whatever somebody's willing to pay for it. It's as simple as that. An appraiser comes in and goes, uh, what, uh, well, I mean, I think it's 620. That's just screwing with bank loans and numbers. That's, that's the only reason that industry even exists. My home, somebody, it, somebody wants to come and pay me $3 million for it. 
Everyone else can say, oh, that's terrible. What a terrible investment. doesn't matter. If that person wants to pay $3 million for it, the house is worth $3 million to them. That, that's, that's how capitalism works. So unfortunately, there's a lot of industries where crypto could do a lot of good. We're not there yet. The technology is not there yet. I tell people all the time, I'm like, this is crypto is still the internet in 1985 right now. It, it is, we are not even, this is the telephone, you know, when Alexander Bell, you know, did the first, the first call. It is so early. We don't have any great use cases for it yet. There's a handful, but there's not, it, nothing that would consider this mainstream accepted. We've got a long way to go, but the potential is massive. That's why I got into this in 2017. Didn't have anything to do with investing in like some random digital coin. It had to do with, man, this has disruptive technological power. And that's what I believe in. And that's the reason that crypto may be dead, but I don't think it's going to stay dead. And I'm going to end there, but I did want to give everybody a reminder. I am working on the new format for the podcast. Super excited to be bringing in some really smart people on a weekly basis for you to talk not just about money, but about building wealth in general. You know, some of the podcasts we get into the four types of wealth and what those are. You can go back and look up, uh, you know, the ones if you want to find out what those are um, and why they're so important. There's more to life than just money. And guess what? We need to be using our money in ways that build the other types as well of wealth as well. So excited for those. You'll see those. Uh, those topics coming up here pretty soon. And until our paths cross again.